Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. Hi, it's so good to be with you today as we continue in God's Word. Today we're in Psalm 119, verse 110. We read, The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I err not from thy precepts. You know, this was written by David many, many, many years before the book of Daniel happened. And of course, we know the story of Daniel. When Daniel was a young man, he was, you know, Judah had crumbled. I mean, northern kingdom had already been taken into captivity, and Judah had, had crumbled underneath the hands of Nebuchadnezzar and his army. And, and Daniel was, was taken away captive all the way to Babylon. And I think so often about the life of Daniel. What a man, what a, a great example of somebody who's in very difficult situations, but yet he just continued to shine for the Lord. He wasn't willing to compromise the things that he knew that were right before the Lord. And we have one of these stories that really, I think, ties into our verse, where the wicked have laid a snare for me. And maybe this is the verse that Daniel was thinking about in the chapter 6 of the book of Daniel, now it's later in Daniel's stay there in Babylon, and King Darius is now the king over the land. Nebuchadnezzar is gone. In verse 4, we read of chapter 6, so the governors and the satraps sought to find some charges against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could not find charge or fault because he was faithful. Notice, he was faithful And was there any fault found in him? They were looking for faults. They were looking for things that were wrong with Daniel. Because Darius and and those around him, and also we saw this with Nebuchadnezzar, they found in Daniel that he had an excellent spirit that was in him. And so the men got together, it tells us, and, and they came up with a charge. They thought they could trip Daniel up. They knew they couldn't get him in business. They knew he couldn't get, they couldn't trip up Daniel with the way he conducted himself in the, in the king's court. So they said, hmm, let's get him in his form of worship and the things he does towards his God. And they thought for a little bit, and they, I'm sure as they plotted, as we say, as the wicked have laid a snare, they said, let's get him in his prayer life. And so the governors and the kings and the administrator and everybody got together and they went to the King Darius and they made this, you know, you know, this basically they said, hey, let's put this in the law for the next 30 days that nobody can call upon any God or any type of being at all other than you, O king, really playing to the king's ego. He says, if anybody wants to praise, if anybody wants to pray, it needs to be to you. The king, of course, agreed with that. He probably think, well, that makes sense. That's a good idea. So he wrote it down. And they, they sign it and they put it into the law. Uh, uh, it tells us that the laws of the Medes and the Persians, which do not alter. Otherwise, once it's been signed in, you can't change it. Well, you guys know the story. You can read it there in Daniel chapter 11. How Daniel stays steadfast in prayer. See, it was his custom at that time from his home. He would open up the upper room, and they had windows that were facing towards Jerusalem from Babylon. He had them facing west 
towards Jerusalem. And he was lifting up his prayers, I'm sure, remembering that one day they would be returning back to Jerusalem. We don't know for sure what he was praying about. He was praying. So he prayed three times a day, and he knelt down and he prayed. And, of course, what had happened at that time? Well, these guys laid a trap. They laid a snare for Daniel, and they caught Daniel praying. And they dragged him, and they brought him before King Darius at that time. And King Darius, it tells us in verse number 16, so the king gave command that they brought Daniel, and they cast him into a den of lions for this for this uh, break of the law. Can you imagine that? If you break the laws of the king, that you life was be in jeopardy as he threw him in the dens of lion. See, they had laid a snare for Daniel, but Daniel didn't forget the forget the commandments of the Lord. And it tells us that they put a stone. They got a big stone and they laid it in the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signets of his lords, and, and that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. And otherwise, this is what is going to happen. And the king went, tried to go to sleep. He went home that night, and he says the sleep went from him. Otherwise, he was tossing and turning, and he realized these guys had tripped him up because he loved Daniel, and he saw how much good Daniel was doing for him. And when he, came, when, he, and he, when he woke up in the morning, it tells us that he ran to, to this den where the lions were, and he, and he cried out with a lamenting voice. And you almost could hear him with tears as he was saying, Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, on whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? And I love this response. Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the mouth of the lion so that they have not hurt me because I have found, I was found innocent before him. And also, king, I have done no wrong before you. And of course, you can read the rest of the story of how the king was so upset. He took all those guys that put those charges against him and he threw them in the lion's den and well, the lions had lunch. But back to our psalm. Back to our psalm. It says the wicked had laid snares for me. You know, it's sad to think that people would actually plot against the things of God. That they would try to trip us up. I was talking to a friend this week and he was feeling like he was underneath heavy attack of Satan or, you know, people who were wanting to you know, just to do him bad. And I was reminding him, he says, you remember Satan knows how to punch our lights out. And that's his, his, I think, his desire each and every day. Because if we can bring us to a place of discouragement and where we forget the promises of God and the love of, that God has for us, now he brings us to a place. If we forget about the Lord, now we're on his level. And, and that's at, when we get to that place, now he's one. But let us always, like the psalmist here tells us, not to forget God's word. Even as Daniel didn't forget God's word, he knew that the Lord was faithful, even in the midst of that lion's den, that God is more than able to deliver him and that God is for him. 
I pray that God would strengthen you this day as we make our commitment to serve him this day and tomorrow and and the next day and for weeks and months ahead until our Lord comes back. So may God richly bless you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's Terry Reynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.